Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is Friday. You know what that means. It is me, Big Tasty, as always, joined by Faye and Jay. And once again, special recurring guest, the the voice of Northwest Wrestling, Mr. DJ King. How's it going, sir? Oh, that was amazing. What, a, what an <laughs> intro. How am I supposed to live up to that? <laughs> just just like you didn't even say you were infamous. You need to like... You need to like throw on the fact that you're now the bucket wielding commentator of the Northwest as well. Oh, the bucket wielding! Oh, oh. Christ! That's the less talk, less talk about that, the better. <laughs> There'll be more on that later. There'll be, there'll be plenty of bucket talk later. Don't worry. Um, yeah. That bucket was over, man. That, that was a. Uh... It really was. More over than me. That's why I got so... rid of it. <laughs> it, was, it was it was going into business for itself. You just couldn't have it. It's just like no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the reason we're all here today specifically is one we're going to talk about um, last week's TNT Extreme, let's say re- Saturday Extravaganza of wrestling because it was like it's two shows yes. in a day now. So I hope, hope King, I hope you're getting that. Uh, I hope you're getting double pay for that. Oh mate, you know I'm getting looked after. You, you know I don't. <laughs> you know it, I count that as two pay days. You know every time I see you, I want to see you with a, a portion of salt and pepper fries in your hand. <laughs> I want you to get that free cake. <laughs> and uh, but first, we're going to talk about a very special wrestling event that's happening tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk about Infamous Pro Wrestling. Come at me, bro, in Runcorn, Masonic Hall. Um, obviously, Mr. King, it's, it's a, a promotion you're affiliated with. Um, do you want to share? Any news about it first? Before I'm, I'm sort of leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Infamous, infamous. As everyone, everyone kind of knows now, is my baby. It's uh, something I've put together in Runcorn with uh, with my, my best mate Harry. Um, we have a show tomorrow night here in Runcorn. Infamous presents. Come at me, bro. And as of about 20 minutes before recording this podcast, we have had to shut down our online ticket sales as online we are now sold out for this event. Oh my god! Completely sold out for this event. Um, you 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 can try your luck on the door with you know, maybe someone who's reserved the ticket has dropped out. But as of right now, um, yeah, we have had to shut down sales because we've uh, we've sold out. So yeah, baby. So it's, it's basically standby tickets only. It is standby month. tickets only at the moment for infamous Come At Me Bro tomorrow night. Brooklyn Masonic Hall. That is. Woo! So Congratulations! Cool. Thank you so much, guys. It, it, this, do you know what? It's it's been amazing. It's been it, this has been probably the biggest show we've put together so far. And I know everyone says that, like, and you know, your next show is always your biggest show, but this is a truly special card we've put together here, and we, you know, we've got some really big things happening on this show, and you know, we're really proud of it. We can't wait to to share it with everyone. Well, I mean, speaking about the card, what have you got announced so far? What matches are coming up for the for, for those lucky enough to have tickets? What can they look forward to? Well, we tomorrow night. I mean, other than our uh, other than our main main event matches that we have advertised, we've got um 
the beginning of the Infamous Eight tournament, starting tomorrow night, we're going to have our first four qualifying matches for the Infamous Eight tournament. So we've got Joey Hayes taking on Lance Rivera. Oof. Oh yeah, yes. Give me some. Now, now we we did the we did do the the, the sixteen competitors who are qualifying for the tournament. We did the draws at random. And when we drew Lance Rivera versus Joey Hayes, we all kind of did a little bit of a sigh because many of us thought that those two men would make it to the finals. Yeah, I mean, someone's uh, someone's going home early there, and that's going to upset some people. Um, uh, yeah, it is. It is going to upset some. But as I say, this is a completely random draw. We 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 knew it was the only fair way to to put together the infamous eight was to draw it at random. And yes, we did end up with uh, a potential, you know, a potential final. Final two of the final four, you know, in that match, but it's the way it goes. So yeah, we've got that Joey Hayes and Lance. That'll be fantastic. I mean, that could be a main event match oh, on God, any yeah. card in the country. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be fantastic. We've got um, Dynamite Lee Dawson making his debut. Oh, nice. Yeah, Lee is in the tournaments yeah. also. He's going to be taking on Jack Johnson. Salford's own. Salford's own, the the very dangerous Jack Johnson. Johnson, um, God, don't call him by his name wrong because I just he'll probably murder me on the show. Or <laughs> I mean, anyone who was at, anyone who was at our last show, Jack Johnson took on drill one on one, and at the end of the match, Jack Johnson pulled out a power drill from under the ring <laughs> and tried to attack oh. drill with a power drill. Okay, and it took maybe four or five of our ring crew to like to to basically pin Jack down and disarm him. So if that's what he's willing to do to drill, I mean, God knows what he's willing to do to dynamite Lee Dawson, who likes to light the fuse. I I don't trust Jack Johnson <laughs> in the slightest. So um, before Jack even enters the building, he will have his all his bags searched. I was about to say, do we have like a um, a guarantee here that like there's going to be no dynamite? Yeah, well, this is it. I, I, I personally will be searching Jack Johnson's bag as he arrives at the venue. We, we have discussed this. He's not, he's not happy about it, but I've told him it's, it's today, so he doesn't, he doesn't get to be in the tournament. So he's, he has mm-hmm. begrudgingly accepted that uh, someone will be searching his bag when he gets to the venue. I never thought I'd see the day when a wrestler has to be patted down for power tools before a show. Mate, this, this is what <laughs> I mean. I mean, you know, people, people might say to me, "Well, you're the promoter. Why are you booking him?" I'm booking him because the lad's an incredible talent. Mm. But he's also a very dangerous individual, and sometimes you know you've got to make uh, you've got to make these weird changes to try and make sure that you can accommodate someone like that on your show. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Jack Johnson, Dynamite Lee, two incredibly young talents who are just like coming up and starting out really in the business. Who, who I think that that could easily be a show stealer. That one. Oh, and then. We've got what else have we got? Oh, well, another two, 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 yeah, two guys who I'm really interested in: uh, Tony Wright versus Chase Alexander. Yeah, that was what I was going to mention next. Ah. Actually, yeah, we saw we saw Chase in our last show in an incredibly bloody battle with Declan McCarthy. Chase was victorious. Fantastic match. I, I both men earned their right to, comp- to compete in this tournament that night, in my opinion. And it's a shame that Deck's injured because obviously Deck was scheduled to face Matt Fox. Both men, in the in the matter of days, both men suffered injuries during training. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it was a terrible, like a terrible thing to do. I don't want to, I don't want to eliminate either man from the tournament. So obviously that's why we're, we're going to push their match back to June. Right. So that match will happen. Yeah. We're going to push it back to June. But like getting onto what you mentioned originally, Tony Wright and Chase Alexander. Chase has already proved himself in front of the Runcorn crowd. They know what he's like. He's they know what he's about. He's a killer. And that's and that's what he's about. And Chase feels like a type of guy who's been doing like the hard work. He's been putting the work in for years, and it feels like now he's just about to reap the rewards. He really feels. Oh like yeah. he's, You know. Oh yeah, Chase. Chase is. It's been a long time coming with Chase Alexander. It really has, and he does. He deserves. He deserves everything that he's due to get. He really does. Good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <good laughs> yeah. Bad. Wow. Um, but yeah, Tony Wright's going to be an interesting one because obviously Tony's only like a year into the business. Um, very charismatic. Sorry, is he like so over? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he is. But I think this will be a big challenge for him to go up against someone like Chase, someone who is has got that killer instinct and mm-hmm. that experience advantage. And I, 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 I mean, I'd, I'd love to see Tony more in Infamous, but. Maybe this isn't the time for as him. You, as you I say, though, it's, it's, it's an interesting match because you say you've got Chase Alexander, who, as you say, he sort of like methodically worked his way up to this point. And you've got Tony Wright, who, as you say as well, has just come in like with so much momentum and like his first year of wrestling and he's just exploded and he's taken the scene by storm. Oh, but, he's, a, yeah, he's, he's a darling of the scene at the moment. He really is. I mean, everyone loves Tony, myself included. I think he's absolutely fantastic talent. Uh, but as you say, Chase has been grinding for so long and mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe I, I feel like he knows how to win. Chase does. Yeah. He, he he knows what needs to be done. And then the last qualifying match was the match that is going to take the place of Declan McCarthy versus Matt Fox. It's uh, this, bringing this match forward from June. It was scheduled for the tournament in June. We're just going to do it now. Um, Drill taking on Connor Klein. Oh, nice. Now this is this was a match that when we drew it originally like piqued my interest because this is two big hosses. Yeah, a couple of big boys going out of here. Just love to batter people, so they're gonna both be in their element. I think this is gonna be the the hardest hitting match of the night. Is uh, someone, is someone gonna hold Put's hand while this match takes place? I think <laughs> I, I think Put should just stay in the back during it's, this one. Yeah, and get, just, get, uh, get, get someone to give him a little cuddle. Tell him it's all gonna be all right. Because this is going to be a, this is going to be a, a big meaty men slapping meat, as a, as Biggie so adequately put it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's Yeah, that's what it's all going to be about. And then we've got so that's the tournament matches, the first four qualifiers out the way. And then we've got a very intriguing triple threat match. We've got Lucy Lucy Sky versus Harley Hudson versus Leah Raven. Yeah, that's going to be oof, a lot of power going on there. Now, Leah was Leah was due to debut at our last show and got injured. So obviously, we wanted it to we wanted to definitely make sure she made an appearance here. Uh, you know, I come at me, bro. But obviously, we couldn't leave off our, our like two most successful women at the moment, and that is Harley Hudson and Lucy Sky. I think this is going to be. It's going to be a fantastic match. You know, Harley and Lucy are killing it all over the scene at the moment. Leah, again, and another a relatively new newcomer to the scene, but she's been smashing it over a future shock under Coach Bailey. So, I mean, 
you mean you're being taught by the best. You obviously you you, know, you deserve these opportunities if you know you, you're working hard under that learning tree. So definitely wanted to make sure we get Liam involved. So I think this will be a really interesting triple threat. Two two uh, homegrown run corn talents, as you'd say, and then the uh, the unknown factor of Liam Raven. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be excellent. Uh, I remember Hardy Hudson, was it Hardy Hudson? And yeah, Hardy Hudson and Lucy Sky were in an amazing uh, triple threat match in Wrestle Island not too long ago. Um, yeah. One of my favourite matches of last year. They actually put it on their YouTube um, for free, which was excellent. And so they, if they bring the same level of yeah intensity to this one, it's going to be an absolute banger. Oh yeah, I don't doubt it. And then we've got uh, another triple threat, triple threat tag team match. And that's a team of the Babyface Pitbull and Dave Faulkner, the Dogs of War, against Made to Last, Leon Gray, Ryan Fawn, and Casey Payne and Tommy Jackson, VGS. Oof. My boys. This, one, this one's been building since pretty much since the first show. VGS seems to have had the number of both these teams, and they really, you know, everyone knows what VGS is like. They get under people's skin. That's the whole point of Tommy Jackson and his cronies is that they like to get under people's skin. And that's what they've done with the dogs and that's what they've done with Made to Last. And now, going into this match, the, the, the VGS seems to have had the, had the dogs at war and Made to Last so angry at them that they're now angry at each other because everyone wants to get a piece of them. Yeah, they just do what they do best. They're just staring it up, aren't they? They're just sort of poking, yep. poking, the, poking the hornet's nest and running away. Which is a <laughs> weird image. <laughs> yeah, but that's gonna be a that's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna be very intense. Very interesting I think like the that. um I think that's gonna be a very intense match. Could could see some uh, some real brutality in that one. Oh yeah. And then there's the match that I think we've all uh, we've all been waiting for. A match that crazily like has come about, and it's just it's. It, I don't know. I still don't know. I technically, I booked this match and don't know how I feel about it because <laughs> I know, you know, I know their mother's going to be in attendance tomorrow night. Oh, their brothers. Their brothers are going to be in attendance tomorrow night. We're going to see an actual family feud take place at Infamous, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Am I just am I trying to make money off? Real life issues, or <laughs> I mean, this is a match literally 16 years in the making, yeah, yeah. These two, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Christ, we named the show Come after this bro. match, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christy no, is... Quinlan and Patrick Quinlan are two of the best wrestlers in the northwest, not, not gonna be. No, no they not, are not, the not, best not best under 20, not, you know, yeah. not best for this, not best in a few years. Like, they're the best, like, right now. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. They're already, they're already there. They just needed the spotlight sh- shown on the both of them. I didn't think we'd be doing it like this. I didn't think when we brought Pud in, originally he would ever go anywhere near Christy. But... You know, circumstances what they are. These two have ended up putting heads more than we would have liked. Both of them come to me after, you know, they made the match themselves and they didn't really give me much of a choice. <laughs> but challenge Christy, he accepted. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Say no. 
Well, they both came to me afterwards and, and told me how much they not wanted but needed this match. Pud feels Pud feels that little brother syndrome that he's always going to be stuck in Christie's shadow until he can prove himself to him. And Christie, misguided as he, he might be at the moment, he's always going to feel like the protective older brother. I mean, I'm an old, I'm an older brother. I, I get that. I understand you want to protect your younger siblings. But obviously, these two men have very different ideals at the moment, and I don't, I don't see any other way for them to get through it than for them to just get in there and work it out. Yeah, that's. It. I mean, obviously, you expect, you hope there'll be some sort of like level of mutual respect there. That you know, they, they, do you think, do you like to think there will be a point where they'll, they'll sort of stop. They won't go too far. But then there is that sibling rivalry as well, and like they, like you say, they have been, they've been living in each other's pockets for sixteen years. They've been living in their mum's house. They've been growing up together. Obviously, brothers fight. And... There's a lot of. I mean, there's got to be a lot of pent up aggression, like built up from the years of, of, of you know, just sibling rivalry. Yeah. And this is the perfect opportunity for them to get all those, you know, get those frustrations out. I don't hopefully think... that's that's where we leave it. I don't think we're ever going to see as many Pokemon-related grievances get worked out in a single wrestling match than we are in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time you stole all my stars in Mario Party? This is payback. <laughs> But no, this is going to be an absolute banger. Like the, like you say, these lads can absolutely go. Um, it's this has been simmering away for so long, and it's the stakes are so high. I mean, it's it's everything, isn't it? It's bragging rights. It's you know brotherly superiority. That means more sometimes than any title can. Um, you know, for, for, for these two. And, I hope yeah. you realise that the other one's going to be insufferable for like the foreseeable at the end of this <laughs> oh, match. Like, oh, most definitely. <laughs> I mean, I, I think if I could have got away with it, we'd have thrown a stipulation on a loser has to move out. <laughs> oh, that'd be How would loser yeah. leaves infamous? Loser leaves uh, Loser leaves the home. family home. Loser leaves the mum's house, yeah. Wow. Has to make the other one breakfast for a week. Uh, can, we, can we put a stipulation like that on it? <laughs> yeah, one has to be the other one's uh, servant for like, a week. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's there. It's it's it's, it's going to be such a good match. I'm I'm gutted I can't make it. Um, I'm I'm, I'm away unfortunately. I'm I'm definitely going to catch it when it's up online. Uh, when the vods up, we will get it. We'll get a shot over. We'll see you better soon, as so you can. Because uh, I I'd love I would love to hear a review from yeah. you guys of this. I this can't show. wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, Faye, you're you're going to be our guest, Faye. You are our guest. So Faye's Faye's actually going to Faye's actually going to be reporting from the on the scene. It's good. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, you're always welcome to come down a little bit earlier if you want. Come in, get some uh, interviews with the with the talent. You know, we all yeah, we absolutely. you know we love the Untitled Wrestling Podcast up at Infamous. So, if you guys want to jump in and jump, it's, come down, jump in a bit earlier, come down, and have a chat. We're more than free. Awesome. awesome, and obviously, if you haven't got your tickets. You're out of luck. It's sold out. Tough. Yeah, tough. You'll have, you'll have to watch it online, like me, like a shadow. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be again. Gonna... We again. I'll, I will just say we may have some. Um, we may have some standby tickets. If you're passing, if you, fi- if you find yourself on the wrong corner bridge tomorrow, with nothing to do, then think. Ah, oh, let me. I'll go over and try, chance my hand. Try me luck. Yeah, and get some sweets. Oh yeah, we we have um, Runcorn's famous hey sweetie. Are going to be in the venue tomorrow selling their classic sweets. I maybe oh, think nice. you might have some cakes there as well. Nice. But, uh, fantastic local business who just who, who do some of the best, um, some of the best sweets, cakes, and milkshakes around in the area, and they're going to be with us tomorrow night. Oh, awesome! Providing us with some uh, 
provided us with some of the, some of their best snacks. Nice. Gonna come so, home from this wrestling, and Matthew will be like on the biggest sugar high. Just really. <laughs> I was gonna say, if, 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 if you feel yourself flagging before the main event, and you want to get up, go and get yourself some cola bottles or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Out. yeah, and poof, you'll be away. So, you'll be good. I'm, you'll see me in the corner of the venue, just chomping on a big bag of white toffee bonbons. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what time? What time are we all kicking off tomorrow, then, Mike? Doors open at 6.30 tomorrow. If you did get your tickets online, you do get priority entry. Um, obviously, like, there's a lot of people now to get priority entry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, doors open at half past six. First bell will be at seven o'clock. Um, and it's right, it's right, it's right. I've seen the map. It's right by the train station. It's super easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're coming from Liverpool, it, it's literally, it, it's less than a 10-minute walk from the station where you where you get off on the train. Um, if you're coming from Manchester, it's a little bit further, but we have got a local taxi firm there who are ready, ready and able to uh, to grab everyone, bring and them you down. Think you're from Manchester, you deserve it. It's fine. Oh, damn! <laughs> hey, come on, come on. <laughs> I'm so pro friends who watch this show, man. I've got to do it. I know. We, 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 love, we, love, we love the guys who so pro. It's fine. Just yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe yeah. Uh, no, you're not. No. You're, not, not you're definitely no. not. Not after, not, not after uh, not after Sunday. <laughs> oh Christ. <laughs> yeah, it was a. I think I think it was very quiet in Manchester on Sunday. But the less said about that, the better for them. Just I if, think. if you if you are coming from Manchester, you don't have to leave early. It's fine. You can stay till the end. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we will have um, we 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 have got maps up online, and uh, you know, if you're coming from Manchester, like I say, it's it's a ten minute journey in a taxi from no, the I venue. Mean, I had a little flick through the social for the Twitter page before, and the social media's done a re- you've done a really good job. Like all the infos on there, like it's re- it looks like it's really it looks like it really easy to get to. You you put everything up there. It's it's. it's oh, yeah, that's tell you what the social the social media for team social media team for this show has just been like absolutely top notch. Uh, my uh, my wife Noam, she's a uh, she's a bit of a social media guru. She's just taking taken over, and she just she just seems to know what to do. She's magic nice. at it, like so. Uh, yeah, that's all. Apparently, that's all it needed was a woman's touch. <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, smashing. Right, we'll move on then and talk a bit about um, last weekend, uh, last Saturday's TNT extravaganza. Two shows. Oh, um, God, what a day! So you went to both of them. Obviously, King, you were at both of them as well. You were you were behind on the on the on the call for both both shows. This is I where was. the bucket started. This is where the bucket, the legend <laughs> of the bucket. So, Faye, do you, do you guys want to take it away first and tell us all about um, ignition? Oh my god. So the first match we opened up with Harley versus Ali Catch. Oh my god. The atmosphere was manic. And, it, it was and, so this, good. and this show sold out as it well, was didn't surreal. it? So this was Yeah. Yeah. It was so surreal, like literally like what, three o'clock in the afternoon? Was that what yeah. time we about, about we started? Yeah. And I'm watching a match that could have main evented any show in oh, easy. the UK. Easily. Ali Catch and Harley Hudson. Can I swear? Can I, am I oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. They fucking tore it up. It was so good. <laughs> like, so good. And considering that Ali knew she had at least one death match mm. after that match, right? Granted, she ended up having two, but we'll talk about that later. But knowing that she had, like, two, like, one, maybe more, more than one death match possibly going on that night. For her to throw as much as she did at, at Harley, I mean, you know, she, in some imports, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to name a name, but some imports might go, okay, I'm working again tonight. Maybe phone it in a little bit today. Not Ali Catch. Oh, no. no. Not Ali she Catch. Fully, 
She, she had to. Fucking tore the house down with Harley. But she yeah. absolutely had to bring that. Like there was no room for Ali at all to like tone it back because Harley was on fire. She yep. was so the confidence was rolling right off her. Like she was like she was like teasing Ali, like just giving a little like like you know dodging the moves and doing press ups in the ring and stuff. There was like no that. intimidation, no intimidation no. on Harley's part. And considering she's in there with a name like Ali Katz, you'd think. Or maybe she's, you know, maybe she's feeling the nerves yeah. a bit. Well, if she was, she didn't let anyone see it because she was completely in control for yeah, a yeah. big chunk of that match. And she, as you say, she had she was doing the press ups, the you know the, exor- the yeah. exercise moves in the middle of the yeah. match, just infuriating Ali. And I, I, Ali I, I don't think Ali was. the end of it, wasn't she? Yeah, I don't think Ali was prepared for what no. she, you know what she was going into that match. Amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what was what to be up next? I, I know we had some tag team action. Do you want to talk about that? Um, a, a match that I saw the result. It made me a little sad because I'm a big greedy souls guy. I love the greedy souls. They're they're my boys. Greedy but... souls versus the shit wolves. I mean, <laughs> like us, Jim. <laughs> Those cheeky little shit wolves. Do you know what? Oh. Right. I'm. I'm so, I love greedy souls as well. Fantastic tag team. Absolutely fucking two big fucking fuckers. Fucking everything up. It's two big hard Welsh bastards who smack yep. them hard. You know, I'm all yep. for it. But yep. I got a place in my heart for kid like us and like us too. And I think, I think they were so close to taking the titles off La Rebellion. Oh, yeah. And I oh, feel yeah. like they need. I feel like they deserve another chance after that. I feel, so, like they know, I feel like they know they can do it as well. And like yeah, I think that's yeah, probably what, what's... You know what? Totally guys, agree with you on that one, dude. The the atmosphere in that building of, like, you put Lycos and Lycos 2 in a room full of kids. Oh, my God, the kids go wild for flippy stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it was fantastic. I mean, Lycos is TNT royalty anyway. He's been, you know, he's done everything. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's been all over the place, hasn't he? And he's and he's Brit rest royalty as well. Now, by this point, he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's been. I everywhere. go. I I was I was there for like Lycos's like first couple of years in the business when he started out in Wales, and to see like what it see what a, a, a fucking legend he's become in the mm. Brit rest yeah. scene is just fantastic. It really is, and he deserves it because he's worked so fucking hard. He's he's fought through so much shit, like. Yeah. Terrible fucking unlucky injuries. Oh yeah, the stuff he's come back from, like a lesser any a lesser character would just call it quits. We'll just give up. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. just nah, I'm done. But no, he he had no interest in giving up whatsoever. And like and from that, not only has he come back, he's he's built like us, Jim. And yeah. you've got Lycos too, who is fucking amazing. This little prodigy of, of, of Lycos who's fantastic. And then Speedy under that banner, you've got Nico Angelo as well. Yeah, oh, Nico Angelo is oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people forget that Lycos Jim is free people. It's not two. Yeah. Obviously, mm. Lycos and Lycos 2 are the tag team of the unit. But I think a lot of people forget that Nico Angelo is a big part of that group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the Ultra X champion for a reason, isn't he? You know, he's. Uh... Exactly. And he's yeah. been defending that belt all over the shop recently as well, not yeah. just the TNT. And he doesn't do any, he doesn't yeah. do like, you know, five minute matches full of rest holds. No. <laughs> Get your money's worth on Nico Angelo much. Kicks ass. Nico Angelo is an ass kicking me. Yeah, that's it. Plain and simple. Um, We also had um, Sam Gradwell and Joey Hayes. Oh my god! This match, (sighs) so good, wasn't it? I mean, the match itself was fantastic. It was never going to be anything else other than fantastic when you've got Joey Hayes and Sam Gradwell in there. 
I mean, you want to talk about someone who's really hit the ground running on, on his return to the indie scene. Like, Sam Grebel's come back with a point to prove, hasn't he? Ah, uh, he's not missed a beat, mate. No. Yeah, and he has got a point to prove. Sam was one of the best wrestlers in the country before he went to WWE. Yeah. And then he went to WWE, and he's come back just so much better than he was. You don't go to the performance center and come back a worse wrestler, do you? You know, it's, exactly. it's, like, it's like exactly. He's been, you know, he's been working with some of the best coaches in the in the world, and now he's come back and he's got a point to prove, and and he's he's proven it. Every match you see Sam Gradwell at the moment, he's proven it. Not just the TNT. I mean, him and Bradley, him, him, him and Brady Phillips at Sov. Yeah, tore the place down. Amazing match. Sam has come back with a vengeance and I'm I'm so happy to see it because he deserves to all the success. Um and then we had um Tate Mayfair, oh, so, didn't we? Sorry, before we before we go on, oh, yeah. can I just mention one thing? Um post match. Oh, the speech from Joe. Sam Gradwell grabbed the microphone oh, from, and, yeah. and basically Sam. said what Everyone involved in Northwest British wrestling has been thinking for the past like ten years. Yeah, and uh, he gave Joey Hayes his flowers in the, the, the best possible way. It he was got so on the mic. He got on the mic, um, unplanned, unscripted, and just basically said about how Joey is. You know, Joey was an inspiration to him when he started, which he was to a lot of people, yours truly included. When I started out in this business in like '06. Joey Hayes was already a couple of years in and was already smashing it. And we all we all thought Joey would be a star. And he is, he is to us. us <laughs> but he's not been appreciated the way he should have been. Yeah. Joey Hayes should have been on World of Sport. He should have been on NXT UK. He These opportunities that weren't given to him is criminal. Mm. It really is. He absolutely feels like one of those guys that even as wrestling fans, we kind of take for granted a little bit. We sort of just, oh yeah, Joey Hayes is always there. He'll have a good match. But Yeah, exactly. Did you see him? Webster tweeted out about that as well after, after like, Gradwell's speech ended up on Twitter. Yeah. He said, like, it's criminal. He's not been at, like, at least been at, like, Progress or Rep Pro. Yeah. He's got progress. He's got progress written all over him. Do you know what? Lee McAteen, if you're watching this, lad, Come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> I agree. I completely Listen, agree. Lee, Lee, go point to Joey A's. I mean, in a year where in a year where we're literally witnessing the last year of Dean Marks' career, it's this is a wake up call to start appreciating some of these guys and start getting behind. Definitely, them. definitely. Yeah. Can we have him? Can we have? Can we put it out to Gene? Do we get Joey Hayes in the next daft lad? Progress. Joey oh, Hayes definitely a daft lad. Joey Hayes is a daft lad. Yeah. But I mean. People died on that show. <laughs> I love Christ that. Sake, what what like us two got decapitated. I know. What, one, of the, one, of the, uh, one of the news storylines was this because Callum Newman shot a progress show and it was like, <laughs> you, you probably want to tell people that that's the storyline. Because <laughs> that headline reads a bit more serious than you probably intended it. Callum Newman shot a progress show. What? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, and I thought TNT was bad. <laughs> well, I mean, we had, we had an attempted murder, which we'll talk about in a little while, but yeah. Yeah, we will, yeah. Uh, right, what was so, next? Uh, yeah, we we also had... Uh, oh, go on, Faye, I'll let you do it. This we is your him. show, I'm just taking over. <laughs> we had um, Tate Mayfair's and Dylan Roberts, didn't we? <sighs> uh, Dylan Roberts and all, Roberts all of those guys who's... I've, I, I watched him wrestling for Infinite like 15 years ago and he's been around the block and he's done everything. And we should be really... He should be everywhere, Dylan Roberts. I've spent... 
the last 10 years, well, 10 years plus of my wrestling career with Dylan Roberts. Like, Dylan Roberts, one of my closest friends in the business now, I won't deny that. He's, he's an absolute fucking gem. And to see him now getting to, to be on these bigger stages like TNT, he thoroughly deserves it. Again, like mm-hmm. like Joey, someone who's who's been around and done everything. I mean, Christ, I remember, oh God, got to have been what, 2010 maybe? 2011, watching Dylan Roberts wrestle Jay Lethal. Yes, wow. was that in Liverpool? No. Oh, that I, was I, in, uh, I that was in him, Wales. Oh, no, I, I watched wrestle. I watched. I think I watched. I watched wrestle Doug Williams, maybe. Possibly, yeah, because the I, I think he wrestled Doug in in Liverpool. Yeah, at Grand Central. Yeah, Grand. Oh, what a what a venue. Yeah, what a beautiful <laughs> venue Grand Central was. Absolutely gorgeous. But yeah, Dylan Roberts and Tate Mayfair. What you couldn't get two more different people, could you? No, I mean, no, very, uh, very different. One, one, obviously, Dylan Roberts, a lot of respect, very, um, very tradition based, <laughs> very, very, a very learned man. And Tate yeah, Mayfair is none of those. Tate Mayfair is just none of those things. No, Tate, this is great. Oh, not you. Don't you start. <laughs> That's all I'm going to input to that. Just, just that, James. You are, you've been a man of very few words on this podcast, James. And uh... I'm waiting till DLA. I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm not long for <laughs> work, so I'm a bit. <laughs> Out of it. Can we just like it's so funny though because Tate, you know, and I hate I hate to um, say nice things about Tate, but I'm going home. Um, he is like he is so incredible, isn't he? Like he really is. He's irritatingly good. Like you, you, yeah. you, you, you want you want him to be shit because he's a dickhead, but then you watch him wrestle, <laughs> and you're like, oh for fuck's sake, he's really good, isn't he? Mark Adams, Mark Adams puts it best. If I looked like Tate Mayfair's, and if I had the ability of Tate Mayfair's, I'd probably act like Tate Mayfair's too. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you, you can't you can't argue with that. Yep. Um, but Tate being Tate never gets a straight win, though, does he? Like, to be honest, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, I don't think he could have against Dylan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dylan's been on fire since he's come to TNT. There was a match at um, Extreme. I mean, granted, he's faced Joey. Both these times, he's got wins over Joey. But Joey, getting a victory over Joey Hayes is not, you know... That's a feather in your cap right there. They had a fantastic match, both of them representing infamous uh, extreme fields. They then had another fantastic match at TNT Ignition. I mean, Dylan's been on on a roll since he's he's come to TNT. It's been great for him, it really has. And then, then, obviously, but then he's gone up against Tate, who... Will do literally anything to win a match, as we've already seen. Yeah. I was going to say, Tate's never met a shortcut he didn't like. <laughs> yep. Which I don't get because he's he's so naturally gifted, yeah. ability wise, and he's mm-hmm. got that boxing background that we've seen, like we've seen, be very successful for RPD when you lean into it and use it. Yeah. But Tate, Tate is just he's, he'll just do literally anything shitty you that know, he can do yeah. to win. I mean, to be fair, yeah. I've, I've I've seen RPD lean into a punch and knock Tate clean yeah. out, which is always really good fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, Tate said to me once at a um, TNT show that um, he's not saying anything, but William Regal didn't start using the brass knuckles again until he saw Tate do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh, right. oh speaking of RPD, should we, should we talk a little bit about the main events? Have we got any? Have we forgot anything? Um, was there a women's match? There was, wasn't there? Ali yeah, it was, oh, Ali it was Ali Ali Ali. yeah, yeah. I think that's it. You know, we sped through that card, didn't we? We really did. Oh, wait, no, no. There you go. We have forgotten there something. What? Um, Jimmy Jackson. Oh my Mason, God! How could Rob I forget? Paul Pud. <laughs> so Robbie Jackson, sorry, Robbie Jackson, Jimmy Jackson comes to the ring. Expecting a tag match. Expect, yeah, expecting to have a tag match against Temple of Malum with Shreddy. Shreddy didn't even get in contact with Jimmy to tell him he wasn't going to be at the show. <laughs> what a terrible so, Clearly, Jimmy doesn't check social media because Shreddy's been saying for a while he's not been medically cleared. So that, that, it, maybe that, apparently Shreddy doesn't allow him on it. Apparently, <laughs> Shreddy has Jimmy blocked on social media. <laughs> oh, right, okay. So, yeah, I mean, because clearly he, he must be on TikTok or something, or Snapchat, or you know, all these things the kids are into. Yeah, yeah but exactly. I, I think I think Shreddy's just done a, a like a wide block and just got rid of him on everything. This is no son of mine. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of like you know, which is fair enough. Like if you know, if I was that, if he was that much of a disappointment, I'd get rid of him too. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! I feel Again. I do. I feel sorry for Jimmy. I do because he he's a fantastic wrestler. If he wrestles his, to yeah. his to his abilities, but he's trying <laughs> to wrestle like Shreddy. Yeah, you've got to be true to yourself sometimes, haven't you? And especially if you're in the ring with some with the guys like Temple of Malum because they're dangerous men. Oh my god! Oh man, Christ! And this was this was wild as well because we I I don't know about everybody else, but I thought it was going to be Isaac that was just going to like plow through Jimmy like completely I was like right I was just like nah mate I've got the day off get me hair done no Rob no Rob was like no he's mine Rob told (laughs) Isaac to get out the ring and like stop getting involved oh my god and then there was just a lot a lot of um, a lot of wrestling murders like when you go to someone's bed and you're fighting over who gets to the buffet first isn't it it's like yeah after the match after the match the ring crew hit the ring to try and save Jimmy and uh Isaac just murdered a bunch of them. Like, yeah. straight up murdered a bunch of them. I've got pictures. It, it's delightful if you want to see some ring crew in severe pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, wasn't a good, it wasn't a good night for the ring crew in general, really, was no, it? No, really we'll get wasn't. to that in no. a bit later as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, obviously Temple of Malum putting down a marker here. They're going to be guys to watch for the rest of 2023. I think they're going to have a big year. Got, got a lot of things, big things me, ahead of them. Can you give me Temple of Malum versus Greedy Souls and Kings of the North? Like a nice little three-way. Oh, okay that is that is some serious, serious henchness going on in that match. Yeah. Just everyone who was in that goal, the match, just put them all in the ring together. Let's like, do it all at once. At, at once, fine. yeah. 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 No, Paul, 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 like us, Jim? <laughs> oh, they can get away. They're, they're, they're little they're boys. They'll be all right. Yeah. They're already dead. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> They'll find a way. <laughs> Right, on to the main event then. Uh, RPD versus Chase Alexander. What what a match. I mean, as, some, match. As, as someone who was, who's got Chase appearing on the show tomorrow, King, how were you? Were you was this like a, almost a bit of a scouting report for you? Was this like... I, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, it, this was a tough one for me because obviously, um, obviously everyone, you know, I, I, with, if Chase had won the, won the belts, that's a big deal for Infamous because then Chase would have been able to, be, you know, could have announced Chase as the Ignition Champion. Yeah, would have been a big deal. But then on the on a personal note, I'm really good friends what? with RPD. 
Yeah, oh, I've a got a lot of oh. lot of love and a lot of respect. I mean, yeah. lots, a lot of love and respect for RPD. He is an absolute fucking gentleman in this sport. He really is. So, the booker in me wanted Chase to win, but but the human being in me wanted RPD <laughs> to keep that belt. I felt really torn, you know, because like, don't get me wrong, I absolutely adore RPD and he's unbelievable and he's just like he's like. He's just feel good, isn't he? When he comes out, you just feel really like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this. This is going to be lovely. It's but like there's not Chase... a bad bone in his body. No. Exactly, exactly. Even though he is in the Blackpool Combat Club. Take from that what you will. <laughs> um, but but Chase, absolutely. He's absolutely really put in the work in, in, in Ignition this year. And I'm just like, and he, he got absolutely stole by Crowley as well. Like, oh, yeah. But from like winning Chase, that Rumble. Chase should have... Chase what was going to win that rumble? Yeah, I'm just saying now. If Crowley yeah. hadn't been Crowley, Chase would have won that rumble, and that match would have happened. The match that happened at Ignition would have happened regardless. Yeah, because I'm I'm sure Chase, as you say, yeah. Chase has been putting in so much work at Ignition. I don't think Chase would want to go after another title at the moment because he's it's put in so much work to get the Ignition title. He he knows yeah. that that's his payoff. Mm-hmm. Um. RPD getting knocked out halfway through the match. Oh my god, it was bad, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that was a shocker. It really was. But look at the the balls on RPD getting up and continuing <laughs> that fight. I mean, he's the type of guy to to keep him down. You've got to almost kill him, haven't you? Like, let's face it, he's, he's it was, not. Yeah. There's not an ounce of quitters. It was, it was horrible. It was really horrible. He, he stuck his head through the ropes and Chase caught him with a kick. And I thought the kick caught him flush, which it did. I thought that was what knocked him out, but it turns out it, the kick was what started it because the kick sent him back, and then he smacked the back of his head on the entrance ramp. Oh, and yeah. it was apparently the entrance ramp that um, that sealed the deal, and that's what put him out cold. I and mean, you can see, you can actually see on the footage, he's like sitting up. But his eyes are completely glazed over, and uh, yeah, RPD yeah. was out for about a minute. Yeah, Damn. and then obviously when he got back in, he was he was completely rubber legged, and I thought that was it. Then I thought, well, this is it. Now it's paint by numbers, in it. Chase is just going to eighty six him, give him the eighty six, and then game over in it. And then RPD that type of person isn't he that like seizes that opportunity? Yeah, but RPD hitting him with hitting Chase with the eighty six. My God, I, I did not see that coming. I mean, yeah. everyone everyone tries to mock RPD. They, they go for that Superman punch. No one can hit it like him. But for him to turn the tables on Chase, hit Chase with the 86 and beat him, my God. Yeah, that's an exclamation point match. right there. Yeah. I'm going to say it now that I don't think that this is the end of this either. I think we're oh, going to no. see this again, like... Chase isn't going to take that lightly. He's not that type of person. That'll, that'll play on his head. Like completely. That's if anything, that's a slight against Chase that he yeah. he went after that he hit him with his own finish. He's not going to take that lane down. <laughs> this isn't. I don't think this will be the, the last time we see Chase versus RPD. Not 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 by a long shot. But, yeah. Uh, right then, should we move on? Talk about should we get a little extreme, a little a little bloody, a little. A little, little nasty. I got we'll literally talk. bloody. Yes, I got literally bloody. Um, a lot of, oh, we'll talk about Tomby in a bit and how much blood he may or may not have left in his body. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I spoke to him after the show. He was okay. 
um anyway doa 2023 this is one of the absolute highlights of the tnt calendar every year when it rolls around you can always tell there's i mean the the tnt fans are are normally quite a rowdy bunch but there's an extra (laughs) little bit of little bit of something in the air when doa comes rolling rolling around yeah it's like you know it's you know it's going to be a good night and um and what a way to kick it off um with ali catch coming out my God! To start the show, um, against unfortunately, Session Moth couldn't make it. She wasn't. She she was down with illness. But what a treat we had in Antonio Gonzalez. He was the fuckboy, the deathmatch fuckboy. The deathmatch fuckboy. He was. <laughs> he was. A, he was a wonderful surprise. He was so good. Yeah, he, he was fantastic as well. Was so good. He was such a piece of shit, but I I admired that. <laughs> Starting to see a theme in the wrestlers that you like, Jay. I, I, I saw a little. I, I saw a little bit of him and myself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this this is a really really fun match. Um, yeah, Ali obviously no, you you wouldn't have, wouldn't have thought she'd wrestled a you know a, a technical masterpiece like a few hours before she came out to just get down and dirty. She was all sorts of nonsense did going you see, around. Uh, did you see Ali's hand painted DOA gear? That was beautiful. That's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah she um, she painted that herself. Oh, that's it's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? Um, really, really good. But yeah, she, she... Fuck. She threw down at the OA. Like, so this was this was a mystery box death match. So there were like there were vinyl records coming out. There were thumbtacks. There was, was a Lego. There was, oh, there was, I know it was, was ball caps, wasn't it? Ball caps and cans and all sorts. Yeah, there was... There was, was that, like, caps and cans. With the, with baubles on. Oh, the baubles. Yeah. Oh, God, that was upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm exhausted just thinking about this show again. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. that was a, yeah. it. Was a really fun match. Uh, like plenty of blood. Like uh, Ali Catch won with the Heat Seeker, um, which was good luck to see. And yeah, really, really oh. fun. Uh, really, really fun opening match. Uh, next up, then, if if that, if that wasn't upsetting enough, we had the return of Murderture <laughs> and Lost Boy, Asp- oh. Lost Boy Aspen Faith, and um, someone who. Over the course of about a ten minute match, I think the crowd really warmed to in Michael Caden. Like Michael Caden, oh, sad boy. Anyone who comes out to Daniel Bedenfield to a deathmatch tournament is is all right by me. <laughs> Mate, do you know what? What? Like, by, like I think we first came through that curtain. I think fifty percent of the room had no idea who he was, mm. and by the time he left, the whole room was chanting, "Please come back." Please that's, come back. That's what I love about amazing. DOA as well, is it it makes yeah. heroes, doesn't it? It really does. Like people make their reputations, at least to this crowd anyway. Like that happened here, it happened later on with um Alton Thorne as well. Look yeah. at Tomby. The Tomby, yeah. yeah. Look at how Tomby got into DOA. I mean Tomby had to replace John Wayne Murdoch at the last show. Yeah. Which yeah. is not an easy thing to do. And now here he is, you know, and the crowd love him. I think I think we're going to see a lot more of Tomby at TNT soon. I think we're going to see a lot more of Michael Caden as well. The, the, would... These guys. Oh, he was the, so good. I just these need are more... the future of that TNT Extreme division. Yeah, I just need more lads from Hartlepool and Deathmatch Wrestling because it was great. <laughs> Best thing about Hartlepool since Jeff Stellan. It was wonderful. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> Aspen Faith versus Michael Caden. So this was a home run derby match. So there was loads of like just bats covered in things. There was a bat full of plastic forks. The, the plastic fork one was particularly upsetting. Um, that was digging oh. in, like, real deep. Yeah, uh, yeah. When he got hit with it as well. Yeah, there was the one with, like, all the little um, like gunpowder poppers on. Yeah, oh, oh, that God. looked like Trick. a hit. 
the cricket bat with the gunpowder poppers was just disgusting. <laughs> well, this was really, really good fun. Aspen Faith's a pro, isn't he? You know, you know exactly what you're getting with Aspen Faith. He's, oh, he's, definitely, yeah. This is this isn't his first rodeo. He knows exactly how how to get on. Um, but yeah, this was really, really fun. Uh, next up, we had um the barbed wire match. Raddy Daddy Cole Radrick. Um, instantly winning the Deathmatch Style Awards by coming out with a Nerf gun co- covered in thumbtacks. Oh, mate. What a weapon. <laughs> that was incredible. That was my favourite thing of the entire tournament. That would, that would have been my weapon of choice. I'd have just yeah. stood in the corner firing it as people come towards me. Get away! Stay as safe as possible. Uh, and he took on B.A. Rose. Uh, again, fantastic match. Uh, loads of barbed wire. Oh, B.A. God. Was B.A. Rose the one that came out looking like a bloody butcher? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was terrifying. B. A. Rose lost a big chunk of hair in that barbed wire on the side yeah, of the ring where the commentary booth is. Yeah, it was right at the start side. as well. Like that's at the first yeah, minute of the match. Yeah, literally right, right at the beginning of the match. Went straight into the barbed wire and it got tangled in his hair, and he lost a fucking big chunk of hair. And that was the grossest thing I'd seen so far on the night. <laughs> I mean, for someone like me and yourself, King, that's that's like a year's worth of hair gone there. Yeah, but Jay, Jay remembers. <laughs> When King had hair like Jay. Jay does remember when King had hair like Jay. <laughs> so, so King King gets uh, gets terrible uh, Vietnam style flashbacks about having his hair <laughs> when he sees that shit go down. Like, I, I was, fell for BA Rose. I it really was right did. in front of you guys as well. It was almost like it was Yeah, I was on that side as well. Life. Like below you, JD. Like I was I was like below you on the <laughs> TNT because I got showered by glass later on that night as well. Oh. Like <laughs> so yeah, Cole picked up the win there, which was great. BA, BA Rose as well at one point just wrapped himself up in barbed wire and was just fighting yeah. over them barbed wire. <laughs> he went pure McFoley like, and just wrapped himself up, started doing dives and shit, and then like yeah. and then didn't take it off and just kept fighting. Yeah. I think it was like yeah, I think he, at one point he found himself kind of tangled in it, and he just lent into it. He's like, right, if I'm tangled in it, then I'm just I'm, I'm gonna get properly tangled he, in it. He was probably yeah, thinking he didn't want to rip out any more hair, so he'll just cut it out his hair after the match because <laughs> he walked to the back with it still round him. Yeah. Oh my god. Like these these deathmatch yeah. death guys, they're a different fucking breed, man. Yeah. Oh, so much favorite. respect for these deathmatch guys. I mean, you want to talk about a different breed? We need to talk Jesus. about Big Fucking Joe. Oh! oh! My guy. One of. I mean, this, this is the third DOA I've been to, and I think this is the most shocking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. Big Fucking I... Joe versus Tomby in the first round. Joe comes out like an absolute force of nature. Mate, I genuinely I, there was times during this match I thought Tomby was dead. Like Tomby's yeah. and Tomby's no slouch. She took Clint no. to the limit at the last show. Like, no, mate, a, I, a... I, I legit, I legit thought Tomby was gonna was gonna take the strap from Clint at the last show. Yeah, and it was Clint like got through with his like, like the skin of his teeth against Tomby. Yeah. He really did. Like it was it was a fucking good match, but but like you know Clint just managed to take the belt there. So I figured like. Tommy versus fucking Tommy versus Joe could have been the final, yeah, of this tournament. Easy. And to have it in the first round was a, was like a big deal. And Joe just fuck me, like Joe just eating for breakfast. Mate, Joe just murdered him. Yeah, big it, it, Joe does big foot. Sorry, I'm, sorry, let me say his name properly. Not name. big Joe, big fucking Joe. Does not fuck around when it he, comes he really to the fucking yeah. death match. If, if you thought, if you thought, like in this tournament, oh maybe Joe's taking it easy from the first round, absolutely not. All, <laughs> all three of Joe's matches started with his opponent like trying to take it to him. 
and it was like it just pissed them off. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about that? Like, Adam, and then he was just like, "Oh, you've made the biggest mistake." It, it was like everyone in the tournament owed Joe a substantial amount of fucking money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he he was coming to fucking collect. Yeah. Like, the, he, the he, carnage at the end of this match was so bad that they had to like like that was they had to like the mop up the ring. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen in TNT anyway a deathmatch stopped by stoppage. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like yeah. it's the first time I've ever seen a deathmatch stopped by stoppage, to be honest, Jay. I've never seen, never witnessed a death match that's been stopped like that. There's, oh. there's, there's only been one before, and that was because of an injury, not because like the the other guy was trying. The other guy was fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, not only have you noticed, obviously, um, not only did they stop the match, but after they stopped the match, Joe still hit him, like because it was yeah. like Joe was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. And the thing is, was I, like, Joe. Joe is a fucking Joe is a really nice guy. He's a lovely like, man. Such a lovely dude, like you know, one of the nicest guys I've probably ever met in the business. Behind the fucking, you know, when he's not in that ring. I think once that music plays, that switch flips, and then it's oh, yeah, mate. All, all better off, aren't they? You know, mate, you, you think if you play it when he's like just going about his daily business, he'll just like go ape shit. <laughs> he's like a trigger. I'd love one day to find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't person, I wouldn't personally want to find out. I'm like, no, just going to turn up, up turn up with a blaster on my phone at, at Joe's day job. <laughs> and just see how many people he fucking nearly murders. Just watch yeah. him throw just watch him throw someone through a pane of glass. Don't fuck with me! <laughs> he just like rips his pants off like the chaps and just starts killing people. Can yeah, I just say like... right as well? On my, on Monday, on my way to work, I listened to that. I listened to his theme and I was like, yeah, this is a good way to start a Monday. Got to the office, <laughs> got to the office, just threw a staple at someone. <laughs> yeah, just walked in and started battering everyone at work. <laughs> that uh, happens. Yeah, we know it's a blame. It's thankfully, thankfully, this match was the last one before the break because yeah, they needed to like. So they came out to try and do a bit of cleanup at the halftime, and there was a fella, one of the ring crew, and let's say the ring crew included Pud, included Christy, and Christy, yeah, the top lads, uh, EJ yeah. Walsh as well. Um, really nice, la- really nice guys. I think Pud, and Lewis Pud, as well. Pud, Pud looked shook. Um, oh. He, that boy saw yeah. things that he was that like he saw things that night that are gonna scar him for life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said to Christie, would you ever do a death match? He was like, only if it was a lot of money. but yeah, they were trying to um, they were trying to clean up Tommy's blood because he bled a lot. Uh, and all over me. Yeah, Please. including all over Faye. Uh, well, really come on, Faye, you paid for front row seats at a TNT um, DOA show. Did you expect to not go home covered in someone else's blood? To be fair, I've never been bled on before, so that was a first. It was very exciting, but I did get assurances from VGS that blood does wash out their shirts fine, so it's okay. Oh my God. How have they managed to get a cheap plug for their shirts in a normal <laughs> podcast when they're not even on it? Yeah, so during more, half, more during, VGS shit houseery. During the interval, uh, one of the lads was trying to mop up the blood in the ring, and there was an actual pool, like a liquid pool yeah. of blood. And he had some death yeah. or wipes that they were wiping down the ring ropes with, and he was trying to use that to soak the blood up, and it just wasn't having it. <laughs> so he, he had to get he had to get a roll of blue roll from behind the bar, which, as anyone who's way behind the bar knows, that shit will fix everything. anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it took, it, they have to have like they have to extend the halftime break by like an extra twenty minutes just to clean the ring up. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was great. <laughs> when, when, when Angus said, oh, yeah, it's going to be 15 minutes, I was looking at the card. It's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, when, we had, when we had five minutes left of the original break, I was still out the back and I went, how long have we got? And we were supposed to go back in five. 
I said, I was like, we're not going back in five. Have you seen the state yeah. of that ring? They're still mopping blood out the ring. <laughs> like it's going to yeah. take half a bit of, longer. Half of Tomby is still all over the canvas, guys. For Christ's sake! <laughs> and so, as well, you could smell that, like the the smell of death all and nettles and blood at yeah. the end of the night was overpowering. Yeah. Like mm. <laughs> felt like a bad day during the summer holidays when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't actually said what Joe did to like cause the stoppage. Uh, he essentially put like a bed of nail nails over Tommy's face and repeatedly hit him with a chair. Yeah. Um, so um, also, hang on, though, but you forgot that he sent on. Well. You forgot that he sent yeah. Tom onto it first. Well, yeah, he did that, and then um, hit him with the skateboard. Yeah, put him through a pane of glass. I <laughs> oh, did a lot of. He did a lot of other like murderous things, like oh, Tommy looked like fo- in a car accident after this match. Yeah, and Joe looked was like this the four corners of pain match. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he hit him with a TV? Yeah. Was that later on? Yeah, no, that, that was might in that match, wasn't it? Joe, you know I, I called this whole show, and it's a blur. <laughs> violent blur. Yeah, it's same. a violent blur. It really is. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, right. So then, back for the second half, we had Cole Radrick versus Aspen Faith in the in the second round. Uh, this is where we saw Murderture. Thankfully, it didn't get oh. used. Man, the chair isn't real. It doesn't exist. I can't hate you. <laughs> uh, this one ended. A, I hope. I hope it was right. This one felt like it ended a little bit abruptly. Abruptly, uh, Cole got a roll up, and then Aspen sort of dived to the back. I don't know if he'd like felt something twinge or something had gone or he'd hurt himself. I think. As a I think. Yeah. I think Aspen might have got hurt. Mm. Yeah. Um. I didn't get to. I didn't. Obviously, I was up in the booth, so I didn't get to run backstage to find out what was going on. Um, obviously, obviously, I hope he's fine. Um, yeah, it, it kind of sucks because he didn't. It, it, we feel like we didn't really get a chance to say bye to him, like from the crowd. Yeah. Like, he, he sort of just disappeared. Uh, yeah. It would have been, yeah. been nice to sort of, you know, show our appreciation for for what he did because he had two really good yeah. matches. I'd definitely like to see them run Cole and Aspen back, like with both guys being fully fit. Yeah, yeah, and no murder chair this time. No murder chair. No, 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 no never. I mean, if, Actually, if murder wait. chair happens, I'd rather it didn't because it upsets me. But. If it does yeah, I think ha- we need to explain to the fans though what made the chair is because Ma- we all know. Yeah, I, I have explained it before on the podcast because Tasty loves bringing it up. Um, <laughs> it's essentially a steel chair with a load of bean tins, just like half sawn off, super glued onto it. I think they um, they were monster energy cans this time. They were monster cans this time. There, it was there bean was, tins last time. There was definitely bean tins on that one. Well, this basically, time. basically yeah. cut in half cans, super glued to a chair, so the sharp edges are pointing up. Basically, yeah, I, I was clo- I was closer than I would have liked to to it this time. Like a human, <laughs> like a human melon baller. Yeah, yeah. So, so that made the chair popped up during fans bring the weapons. Yes, which was also quite upsetting yeah. um, to see that. Uh, but, but they, I also saw. Hands, uh, I also saw a cricket bat with thumbtacks glued to the flat side. Yeah. And a UWP yeah. branded bottle of um, lemon juice. Who could have brought yes. that? Yes, yours truly. <laughs> yes, I did see that. Oh, that did get used. The skateboard was UWP branded as well. And the buckets of salt. I... Who the fuck brought buckets of salt, the psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I kept giving Christy stickers throughout the night, like stick this on things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, then speaking of lemon juice, we had Big F and Joe, or Big Fucking Joe. You know, we're not we're not kids here. Versus Ali Catch. This felt like a bit uh, of a mismatch. It almost felt like. Um, I mean, Ali gave it. Ali gave it. Ali didn't. Oh, she gave it everything. Like, she but, but during his entrance, yeah. as a woman, this match killed me. I'm just gonna say that now. That was horrendous. And awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe is a sick man. 
It was hard yeah. to. I, I, I'll admit it was. It was hard to watch. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of lemon juice. Um, Joe, very. Joe was on. Joe was on very phallic form to, for this show. Wasn't yeah. He? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he really was. He, he's Hello, a- <laughs> Joe's new strut is my favourite thing now. <laughs> <laughs> like Joe kept strutting, especially during the match with Ali. He'd, he'd smashed like like when he did that forward roll and smashed the light tube over her head. Yeah. What you don't see is that he turns around, and starts doing this boss little strut. And <laughs> it fucking broke me every time. <laughs> yeah. Like all this all this horrendous shit's going on in this match, and then like I'm just giggling to myself because I'm like, oh, look at Joe's <laughs> funny dance. So so I'm just gonna say now, no one ever bring hangers to a death match again. Ever oh, again, please. No. Never. God. That was that was upsetting. Um yeah. Yeah, uh, the less said about that, the better, guys. We'll, Come on, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that for if anyone wants to watch the VOD, we'll leave that as a surprise. Um, yeah, yeah Joe, Joe won. That's all you need yeah. to know. Joe won. Um, yeah. Ali, yeah, Ali, there Ali, was Ali. a really cool spot where Ali catched a superplex onto, uh, was it a superplex or a power bomb? No, it was called a power bomb onto Joe, onto a giant teddy, which was which had light tubes taped oh, to it. Made the bear? Deathmatch teddy, yeah. Deathmatch teddy. You know, Made the bear has been claimed and renamed. What's it name? It's now Big Teddy Joe. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Ali, Ali did Ali did well. She did her best, but yeah, Joe picked up the win. And the 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 dream of an all GCW final evaporates. An all even just an all American final would have been crazy. Mm. It's like I mean, it Joe, felt like Joe's, at this point. Joe's been in GCW. He has been in it GCW. Felt like, it felt like at this point though. We were like sending Radiel to die, like it, that's what it felt like. Like, I mean, if I'm called Radrick, like, oh. if I'm called Radrick in the back watching that match, like through the curtain, I'm probably packing my bags and leaving before the main event. And you know, yeah, thing, if I was calling say... a run out while Joe and Ali's matching, just tried to help yeah. her as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, you know what though, as well, you know, when you like say, "Oh, that guy looks really good. He's a snack." Big Guns Joe literally turned Raddy. <laughs> into a chippy tea. Uh, right, match. before we get to that, we'll talk about the TNT Extreme title match. Um, yes! Margera versus Alton Thorne. Just Nettles, the match, basically. Nettles. so good. Who the it's fuck, great. who the fuck is sick enough to bring a bin bag Alton full of Thorne. Nettles? So, so I said to Jay, I said to Jay when he pulled these out, like, this is a really fun and it's a really effective deathmatch weapon because like, as 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 an aud- as in the audience or on commentary watching the, these tournaments, I've never been hit by a light tube. I don't know what that feels like. Everyone's been stung by nettles. So if you pull up yep. nettles and you throw them into someone's face, everyone has been, everyone knows what that pain exactly feels like. Speaking of which, that there was that really sad spot where Clint put the bin bag full of nettles on Alton's head. On his it. head. That. that oh made, my god. That was. I hope. Um, <laughs> I hope the backstage rider had a load of dock leaves ready to go. Just so yeah. much, like. Yeah. Or chamomile, at least. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a really fun match. Like Alton Thorne, he was in last. He was in the actual DRA tournament last year, wasn't he? Yeah, that's lots well, yeah, of the, the um yeah. he got fed nettles by Clint last year. Yeah. I've got great yeah. pictures if anyone wants to see. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. really, really fun match. Awesome. Like I I want to see more of him in CNC. I think I think we'll, yeah, so I, definitely, I definitely think we'll be seeing him again. Like he mm-hmm. was uh, he was he was exceptional. He yeah, he, he had a great show in here. The crowd really really loved him as well. Yeah, you got a great reception. Yeah. Well we've got we've also got Frill Kill coming up later on in the year, which will be an, another Birmingham. old death match oh, show yeah. in Birmingham. Yes. I think a lot of these guys are going to uh, def- definitely already secured their place at that show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, on to the final. Big fucking Joe making a literal meal out of Cole before we Before we get to the final, should we maybe talk about um, 
the appearance from our extreme. I was I was trying uh, to I, I was trying to skate around it, but go on. I'm sorry, we can't not talk about the world champ <laughs> and the women's champ on the show, Ben. It was. I mean, there's extreme. It was that there's extreme and it's extreme. <laughs> yeah, Crowley's an absolute menace. Crowley started really talking is. like you were writing his tweets, Jay. He said they did a sex. <laughs> Probably yeah. um, straight up, straight up calling out every TNA, every TNT fan in the in the building. Like, uh, yeah. Interestingly, also called out Clint Margera. I wonder if uh, that's going to bite him back on the ass. Oh, Crowley, yeah. you don't know what you've got yourself. I think Crowley look. Yeah. I think Crowley look great getting definitely dried through a pane of glass. I think he does. Yeah, me too. I think he's got a face for it. Well, look, I mean, <laughs> but, but look how extreme Crowley got busting light tubes over a ring crew. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hitting, hitting a ring through the light tube is one thing. Hitting Big Fucking Joe with the light tube is something entirely different. Ah, oh, I'd love to see Big Fucking Joe versus Crowley. That'd yeah, be it'd, it'd be Crowley's last match, definitely, like ever, because Big Fucking Joe would have like murdered him. Yeah, like straight up just <laughs> killed him. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of Big Fucking Joe and interruptions, we, we forgot to mention the, the what, what happened with Ali. The assist that Big Fucking Joe got from Visage during the um, his Ali catch match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Visage, uh, <laughs> fucking fucked up there, basically. <laughs> yeah, Visage fucked around, and a big gay brunch will presumably find out. Yeah. Um, also, Visage is also a... guess. Um... Go on, yeah. I would say Visage is in a great deal of danger of big gay brunch. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. But also, can Ralph Wiggum levels of danger. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Um, could we talk about how Crowley also called out Effie and Ali though? Like, he was like, "I know what boy pussy. I, I know what pussy means. It means asshole pussy," which made me <laughs> laugh so much. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I mean, the image of um, Crowley using a dripstick to protect to simulate Alexis Falcon's. Massive penis, and then spraying the TNT audience <laughs> with it. That's that's seared into my brain forever now, this, and I'll, I'll, I'll never be able to get that out of my head. And this is never a line I thought I'd hear on this podcast, but here we are. <laughs> yep. yep. What, has be- what has become of TNT Extreme Wrestling? What have we allowed to happen by letting I, Crowley be champion? I blame Crowley, but also I really want to see him in a death match to see what kind of shit he bring with him, just as well. Yeah, me too. You know, all I'm saying is he's tough and awful tough for someone who hasn't defended that belt yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, yes. He may not have defended it at TNT, but he's defended it. He made that belt a world title by defending it in Canada. Yeah. He did, yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, you got to give the devil his due, and in I this case, no, no, we, do, we, we don't, devil. we don't, ha- we don't have to, we don't, we really don't. We don't Just forgive stop. him for what he did to Leon. <laughs> yeah, he'll not forget that. Well. So yeah, I mean, he he, he certainly. Opened our eyes to new experiences, should we say, on this show? Yeah, yeah. Which is it? Puts him Edge and Lisa to shame. Let's just um, <laughs> leave that there. Like, yeah, because they didn't bother covering anything up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right then, we'll, we'll we'll move on to the final then, shall we? Um, big fucking Joe versus the Raddy Daddy, uh, Cole Radrick. I mean, God bless him. You know. He fucking threw everything he had at Joe in that and match, and literally everything, including a PS4 and John Cena. Yeah, yeah. All oh saying, my god, that that fucking John Cena with the thumbtacks and the fucking forks sticking out of it. He had thumbtacks on his nipples. He did, and his eyes, <laughs> and his eyes. Yeah. 
Death uh, Machina is real and he's great and you well, can yeah, see Yeah, let's him. just say there's a reason why uh, David versus Goliath's written the Bible and not a real thing. Because yep. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter what you fucking throw at Goliath, that fucker's still going to murder you at the end of the day. He's, he's going to and... douse you in salt, he's going to spray you in vinegar. And he's going to be called Big Fucking Joe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this was this was a really fun match. I, there was there was just Cole had just he, he got so close, didn't he? He he, he very yeah oh, he came so close. He had I felt like he he had like one good shot throughout the he must have known he'd get one chance in the entire match and he had to t- he had to take it as best as he could. Um, and, and he missed. And he missed, and then Joe just fucking murdered him, didn't he? You know, and he it. turned him into a fish supper. It was great. Yeah, did. And yeah, big fucking yeah. Joe wins DI. He goes one better than last year. He finally ascends to the top of the mountain. Yeah, he, he celebrated so hard he broke the trophy. Yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a worthy winner. And like, obviously, I know he's not long wrestled him, but he surely Clint's got to be looking over his shoulder now for, for Joe coming after him. Clint, Clint better yeah, say his is, prayers, man. This like... is Joe's fair. This will be Joe's fair attempt at trying to take that belt away from Clint. Third time time's the charm. Yeah, you've got to, Yeah, well, this. Yeah, maybe, but you've got to think. I mean, I don't, I don't want to play devil's advocate, but you have got to think that, you know, can he actually get the job done against Clint? I mean, is this like a psychological thing? Is Clint just the one guy he can't beat? Exactly. It's kryptonite. Everyone's got that. Everyone's got that, that blind spot, that well, one fucking, that one that, guy that they just, you know, can't get past. Maybe that's Clint for Joe. Yeah. yeah well, Clint beat him in DOA's finals last year as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So it's three, three times Clint's beaten Joe. Fourth. Fourth match against Clint, third for the title, could be the one. But also, I feel I feel like this is a big, a different big fucking Joe that we've got though going into this. Yeah, I mean, you, you could you could be you could say really that this is the one thing standing between like Joe and Deathmatch Immortality. Like if he he's if on he, fire, he's yeah. he's literally on the yeah. run of his career at the moment. Joe, fucking, yeah. have you seen how many belts that guy's currently running around with? Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, wearing a fucking Ultimo Dragon mask for fun. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like this is Joe's time now. It's Joe's yeah. world. It's Joe's world, and we're just yeah. living in it. We we're allowed to live in it. Yeah, yeah. Bye, Joe. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Joe. Right on that note, yeah. I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up. Uh, face stuff yeah. off to my TJ. I know Jay's got to go and hit just like a minute. Mike, I'm sure you've yeah. got a billion things you've got to do before tomorrow. Million and one, man. Such a busy, <laughs> busy ass day tomorrow. Today and tomorrow, it's not stopped. No, this well, has this literally been the most peaceful I've been in the last week, <laughs> is sitting here talking to you guys about a DOA fucking show. I mean, we thank you so much for giving us your time, because I know this has been a real yeah. busy week for you. Like, thank We really oh, appreciate mate, no, it. Thanks so much for coming on. Always a pleasure to come on with you guys. You know yeah. that. At any time, just give me a shout. I'm always yeah, we'll, we'll have to get you back on after the show so you can sort of give us a little uh, debrief and let you know how let us know how it all went down and I want to get faith yeah, about it as well. And yeah, I mean, it would be a pleasure. Uh, obviously, we hope it goes without a hitch tomorrow. We hope everything goes perfectly. We can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. I'm sure you're gonna. It's going to be a treat for the fans. I, I've got no doubt about that whatsoever. Oh, thank yeah. you so much, man. Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a special one. It really is. Again. Tomorrow night, Masonic Hall, Run Corn, Infamous Presents, Come At Me Bro. And it's sold out! It's the hottest <laughs> ticket sold in out. town. Yeah. There is no ticket! <laughs> <laughs> so, you might be able to get in, we don't know. Try your yeah. luck, you never know. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Try your luck on the door, see what happens. Slip me an extra 20, I'll see what I can do. 
Do you want to put? Do you want me to put your PayPal in the uh, in the episode in the, in the episode description? Just if people yeah, want well, to. Yeah, haven't set the OnlyFans <laughs> up yet, so we'll just go with the PayPal for now. <laughs> uh, right. So yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Um, yeah, we'll see you all real soon. Uh, take care. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. <laughs>